Wanda Jean. I am Mark Said It. And welcome to our podcast today. Yeah, today. We're doing a podcast on Super Bowl Sunday, and the Super Bowl is actually here in Houston where we are. So that's kind of gives it a crazy environment, which means that I will have front row seats right in front of this TV. <laughs> won't be in the streets. <laughs> I'm sure there's, yeah, there's been a lot of activity lot of partying and uh i agree home in front of the television is probably the best place to be any who um what we want to talk about today um is based on this ted talk that um that i was listening to um actually it was a ted talk that was recommended to me and um, there, it was about vulnerability, and I shared that with um, with Mark. Said it, and unlike unlike me, he usually takes it a step further. I listened to the one about vulnerability. He listened to one about vulnerability and shame, and they were both by this woman. Her name is Brene Brown. And she also wrote a book called Daring Greatly, which I am reading. And so far, it's a good read. Um, it basically teaches you um, or tells you how to, it uncovers your fears about um, certain things and how, how you can use those fears to um, move forward and progress in your life. And I was particularly interested in the one that I heard where she was talking about shame as it relates to men and women. And this is um, a fear that we all face. And um, she definitely said that it's gender-based um, because shame for men and women is completely different. Uh, when, for women, it's almost like we're expected to be superwomen. You know, we're expected to be able to do it all. And whereas men, we expect them to always appear to be strong. It's like we have them on this pedestal, so to speak. Um, and we don't want them to be vulnerable or to show any signs of weakness. And uh, so Mark and I, Mark said, and I thought it would be a great topic for us to discuss and Mark, you can well, I mean, jump in at any moment. I, uh, you know, my take on it was that there seems to be a lot of, for, for, well, let me just say this, relationships to me are, are quite interesting. You know, I feel like 
that I'm somewhat of a student of relationships just because I've had my share of them. But I also look at what other people are doing. And so while looking at what other people are doing and what I'm experiencing, I started kind of looking at how we behave a lot of times. And, you know, the expectations that we have come from, from to me, fear. So, so our interactions that we're having with each other, a lot of times are based upon fear. Uh, what we're expecting to receive from that partner a lot of times because uh, ultimately it's about a sense of well-being and we're all trying to strive for a sense of well-being. So whether it be in our jobs, our interaction with our children, our friends, our relationship, it's about well-being. And whenever we feel whatever we feel we get well-being from is being attacked or is in danger, then we have a reaction that sometimes can cause a lot of acrimony in our relationships. You know, we can really get into a situation where, you know, my expectations of my partner is based upon my fear of what I may not get, so to speak. And so uh, we were listening to the Brene Brown um, TED Talk, and it kind of made me think about a friend of mine who does a workshop, a, a, he does a dating workshop, and the dating workshop is called How to Date Your Dream Guy While Being the Girl of Your Dreams. And one of the segments in his um, his seminar that he does, he gets off into the issue of secret fears of women and men. And he outlines, because I thought it was quite interesting when I was listening to Brene Brown, because he kind of outlines it as, he says, secret fears of women that they won't be emotionally fulfilled. Uh, and then, you know, you can break it down into subsets when it comes to, you know, uh, security, being um, valued, provided for, and so forth and so on. And he said for men, the secret fears of men is uh, failure to provide for themselves, their family, and their loved ones. So a lot of our interactions and, and the bumping of the heads, if you will, are based upon these two issues of fear. And and I, and I would I would say this: talking about the secret fears to me, it's is is just a part. So it's kind of like if someone was talking about being in good physical health, and they decided today to talk about uh, running. So if someone chimed in and said, well, hey, if I run, I'll be great. Well, that is part of a Right, because then you have to incorporate like eating healthy yes. and, yes. you know, all of those, getting getting the proper amount of sleep. And, yeah, there are a lot of other factors that go into it. So the shame, so not the shame, but the fear part is the thing that that I that I know. So she made a, it was a, it was a, a part in there. And if you guys get a chance, you can go on uh, YouTube and look under her name, Brene Brown. Yeah, either YouTube Shane. or TED Talk. And about if you if you you know, granted, listen to the whole thing, but around fifteen minutes into it, she starts talking about this whole thing of, of of, of you know the fear that the men that men and women kind of have, and she takes this one part where she talks about the man feeling like you know you would think it was coaches or other men or other people in society. But a guy related to her that he feels that he gets more beat up, if you will, by his... Well, he was just... She was saying that he gets by more women in his life from, the, from his three daughters from, and his wife. Right, and so the women in his life. So And, and so 
my, I just wonder. I mean, when I say I wonder, I, I, I'm saying I wonder. I know how I, I, I can, I can relate my feelings about stuff like that. But I just kind of wonder what men do feel about these kind of things, you know? Because the, the reality is this. I mean, it's, it's no secret. A boy crying, a boy not. Uh, you know, boy failing to to you know hit the ball or catch the ball or or to do this or that and a, and a third, especially when it comes to issues of strength, agility, and performance, we get sometimes maligned. But the funny thing about it is, I think we can bounce back quicker from that than when we get maligned in a, in let's say a household <laughs> where we're question our que- the question is being our ability to p- provide safety and security now mind you when you start talking what about I mean, safety as, and security as women, as women we i mean we have some of those same um fears because we feel like if if we're not able to do it all because it seems like i mean everything portrays a woman as being you know strong and she should be able to do it all. She can be a mom and a wife and hold down a full-time job and go, you know, and just never miss a beat. And so lots of times we are expected to uphold that and to live up to that. So by who? By society and by the people in our lives. So tell me how, how does that play out with a man though when it comes to a woman? What do you mean? How does it play out with a man? Well, because okay, so my here's my personal experience. Because uh, you're the man in your life will will have those uh, expectations of you as well. My personal experience is this: that men most of the time don't do a lot of requesting of what they want. So to speak. I don't agree with that. My experience. And again, that's why I want, I want to say that for everyone listening, because I'm sure from Wanda to maybe other men, they might disagree with what I'm saying. So I, I got that. But I'm saying from my experience and my conversation and my travels, what I find is that for the most part, men are easy to be pleased. Meaning we're not requiring a whole lot. Now, but I'm not still, saying that's not to say that is not to say. That when we require and something, and to you, and to you, you're looking at it as like it's not a whole I'm lot. Saying, but yeah, maybe yeah. to her, she well, may be looking at it like it is a lot. Well, when I think about how women generally communicate and emote, we get a lot from them about their dissatisfactions. I don't feel that doesn't mean a man is not dissatisfied. I just don't feel that we're expressing it. Uh, on the same volume and the same frequency, or maybe as just women not are. even expressing it at all. So if she doesn't know that there's some dissatisfaction, then she's going to take um, the stance that he's pleased with everything that I do. Why would she? Because take because that he's not because he's not voicing any kind of displeasure. So if I don't say anything, then then I'm happy. Which yes. Okay. So now I'm, and I have to say this. So, I mean, it, it, does that go along with the fear? Do men have a fear of what, where the conversation might go or what it may lead to if he voices um, that he's not pleased with something? Well, no. I think no, Because I think what we do is, for the most part, we accept that as par for the course. I mean, I don't think we get... That's what I'm saying. The way we process it, it's not like... It's like, I accept that this is what I'm going to get from my woman to some extent. 
So I don't really trip on it as much for the most part. Whereas I feel women's expectations are have way more levels of emotional urgency and you all express it in that way. So then we 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 get we know about it. And you're real good at expressing emotions in a way that you don't even have to say a word and the energy that's coming from how you're feeling is filling the room. But wouldn't a man want to know how we feel versus us not saying anything? Because like you said, even if we don't say anything, the energy in the room lets you know that there's something. But the problem that it's not so much that we don't want to know, but it seems like it's a this whole issue of displeasure. You're not pleased with what we're doing. It's not like it's like for instance, if you say, you know, honey, I'm not happy with the house that we're living in per se or something like that. Then that's a little general and that could have something to do with both of us as far as what we can do to make the house better. But when the complaints or the concerns or the feelings that you're expressing are specifically about what he is not doing and what you want him or expect him to do. Well, maybe it's because there's something that she needs from him that she's not getting. Well, and again, I believe and that's me, the case. Instead of taking it as... You know, like that she's complaining, maybe if men stop and listen and think about and really hear what she's saying, then maybe the two of them can really have a conversation about well, it. This is what, and what I noticed lots of times in relationships, because women, we, we do, we like to talk, we like to talk about feelings and let you know how we feel and, and things like that. And I'm sure what we're not getting, those will come out in conversations. But I think what tends to happen is with men, we will voice something and he just glosses over it. Then we voice it again and he glosses over it. Now, until we turn into a, you know, it builds up and builds up. And then, you know, you turn into like a crazy person because it's like, I've expressed this to you on several turn occasions. Turn into a crazy person. So that makes a crazy person ain't there already. So I, it's like I don't I've think, expressed this I don't to know you. if the crazy person is there already. Over and over again. And only when it boils over and I start doing all of this other stuff, do I get your attention and you finally yeah. hear me. It's one of those things where... It's, it's, you know, like when the ball drops, it's like, okay, so you get it at the 12th hour. Well, again, that, that very well may be the case. I guess what, I, what I'm talking about is the fact that, and I don't want to even get too off into the old issue of how we communicate, but I don't know if anybody ever thought about this. You know, we've all been to college and, or high school or some school. And we understand, like, for instance, we had a substitute teacher or we have a different teacher come in or whatever the case it is. And that some teachers are way better at communicating with clarity to their students. And I personally feel, especially in relationships, I don't think that the woman is concerned with how clear or whatever we get it. Because as far as she's concerned, this is how she's feeling. And I'm going to let you know. And it's I mean, going to come out. And then sometimes, well, let me say this. But wait a I need sometimes, this. But sometimes what you get, you'll, you'll get from women that, look, you, as far as worrying about how it's said or 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 how it's communicated is not the point. Is that you heard what I said? I'm like almost like you're not no little boy, you're not no little kid, and you want to spend time talking about how I opened my mouth and said it. When ultimately that's not the point. The point is I'm telling you what I'm feeling and what I need. And then, well, I know that most women are not just going to jump in your face. The first thing that she needs, right? This is what you know. She's not going to go off on some tangent. I'm sure at some point I she's probably tried to communicate that to you 
before, and well, then maybe you didn't hear it or you glossed over it. Maybe you didn't think it was important. You weren't listening. So who knows? What if she took in consideration who she was talking to? So, and it's my thing because you know women. I always joke about how they know things about their men before that the man tells them. And but then, it, but and then stuff it like can't that. So be, let's say you know it can't be one sided. You said, no. "What if she takes into consideration who she's talking to? Why doesn't he take into consideration who's saying it?" So would that be the? So here's my thing. So how do we? I mean, deal they with both if, know who if, they're if, dealing with. Well, but I'm saying the, the person who's talking, meaning approaching, knows who's, or they don't know, care or don't care. Who they're talking to? So we used. To, I, I was. I'm. A, I was a mass communication major in college, and we had this thing called the communication model, where you had the sender and the receiver, and in the middle you had this thing called noise. And the whole issue with the communication model was that noise, anything that was in the middle that that did not allow the sender's message to be received like the sender wanted it to be received, was called noise. So the question, the issue was always how to take noise out of the channel. And one of the best ways of taking noise out of the channel is, first of all, considering who the receiver is. Because ultimately, it's not about, well, why I got to say it like this or not like this. It's about what type of response do you want to get? So if you know you want to get a certain response and you've tried it in it's, the past, you might like want to order. It's almost like a woman can't win because even if so we now throw... So even if we now? No, even if we throw oh, out... You just, a woman can't win. Like she can't get... No matter what she says or how she says it, uh, it seems like she can't get her point no, across. Again, because even if, if she says something you like... Want, then even what? if she says something like, hey, we need to talk, then that's a problem. No, what so I'm if saying we say to you, we need to okay, talk, so that's a problem. You, here's what I'm saying to you. I'm saying if you are... You, the woman... The sender of the message is not getting the results she wants. And by, and by wants. no means is she the victim. No, listen. If she's not getting the results she wants, when does she step back and say, what do I need to do to get it across? Meaning, I mean, it's not about the man not being what being responsible. It's about ultimately this. It's kind of like if I'm a manager or, or, or I'm running something, I need certain types of results. So right, I you're going to say it's not how, about the man being responsive, but then you're going to say, but... And then saying something else that the no, woman should no, do. No, I'm, I'm saying, again, I'm saying I'm talking to my daughter or someone, and she's trying to get something across to her guy. I'm saying, okay, stop, stop. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this first. He may be dead wrong or everything. That's not my point. I'm saying you're coming to me telling me you want him to understand something. So you should she can walk think, into the room and say hey I, there's something i need you to understand and then she can communicate to him what that is that she needs him to understand right but it still doesn't mean that he's going to no, receive it no no so she can say hey babe i need to talk to my, you about and, something and, and, and it's, it's not what i and i'm not disagreeing with that what i'm saying to what i would be saying to her is okay it's like if you were working on a project and you were doing certain things and you weren't getting the certain results then you start analyzing your approach maybe but in relationships, I don't think that's what happens. I think when you don't get the results, you start analyzing the person you're trying to talk to. Because if you were doing a project yourself, working on a right, puzzle of course or anything you're gonna, else. Of course you're going to analyze the person that you're talking to because you're going to analyze that person and say, okay, at some point, if you if you keep if you keep getting the same result and it's not one favorable to what you were looking for, then you are going to step back and analyze that person. But you're going to analyze them from a position of, 
okay, so how should I talk to him? How should I approach him? I'll even say things like, I'm not sure if I'm saying this the right way or how I need to say it, but this is what I'm feeling or this is what I need from you. And then he can come back to me and say, you know, well, whatever. Well, again, I'm and the conversation can but go I'm from there. About, I'm talking about you become critical of the other individual. And to me, that that's that's when you start. She has to become vulnerable sometimes in order to get the message across to him. What do you mean vulnerable? And that's when I say vulnerable, like she goes into it saying, hey, I'm not sure if I'm saying this in the right way, but this is what I need. I mean, she's going to him like with her wall down and saying, I'm not sure if it's going to be received the way I need you to receive it. But here I am making an attempt at it. And so if it's not the way that you need to hear, then let's talk about it. But I don't want to get lost in talking about how it should be received and still not getting the message across. Well, again, my assumption most of the time in, in this is that, as you always say, this ain't the first time. So what about the first time? First of all, because if it's the my thing is, if it's the fifth time or whatever the time it is, then something somewhere hasn't been taken into consideration. Again, wherever you want to put on this side, that side, both sides, something is because why would you still keep being in a position? Like, for instance, well, what if I knew, probably I'll give, don't I'll give you realize is what that if you're asking, at some point a woman's going to just stop talking. But what, okay, but what if you ask? She's a, just going to stop. Well, let's say, for instance, you ask a man for, I don't know, uh, $100, for instance, and you know, let's say you have the first time you didn't know. But let's say now you know he has 30. You know that's what he has. It's not a question. What he might be able to get is one thing. What he didn't do in the past is another thing. But at the moment you're asking him, and you know you're asking him for something that he does not have, why would you ask him for that? When you know that's getting ready, it's going to increase your irritation, number one, and his frustration. Because you're going to ask him for something you know he doesn't have so you can hear him say he doesn't have it. So then no. you you spin off into no, why that. you should have did this, you should have did that because you could have had, but you wait, wait, wait. But if this was about really you getting what you're asking for, then why would we revert into this conversation about what he didn't do in the past, what he should have did? When you now, I can see if you went to him and you didn't know whether he had it or not, but when you know beforehand and uh, and uh, uh, beforehand, and let's get it straight, a lot of times in our relationships, our partners know what we have. And some levels of our capabilities when they when they're asking us something, so because it becomes she, rhetorical because and becomes she, accusatorial. Really, no, what she what she is hoping, <laughs> she's hoping, but she yes, knows she's what she's hoping for is a different outcome. But let me explain. For a woman, if if someone that she cares about comes to her and asks for something. And let's just say they ask for 100 and she has 30. She'll give them that 30, but she's also going to say, let me see what else I can do. She's going to try something else to help that person. And so because she knows that she's going to go that extra step, she's hoping that when she goes to her guy, He's like, look, baby, I have 30, but let me see what I can do to get the rest. But if he's just saying, I have 30 and here, that's it. 
No, I'm so saying you're, you're she's gonna, so you're asking tell him me that, for something that she knows he doesn't have. You're going to tell me that you have 30, but you're not going to tell me, hey, I have 30 now, but I can get you to okay. 70 next week or tomorrow or something. You're just going to be like, okay, I have 30 and that's it? No, it's like you're asking him something that you know. Again, now you have that's two different things. You might have on the one hand someone not knowing what the person has, but I'm saying when you're privy to what he has, but you're asking him for something. Right, because she could say, babe, I know you only have 30, but I if really, she said that, but I really said need that. 100. Now, listen, if you so say that. So is there that, anything that you can do? But, but, why but, does she even, but why does she even have to say to him, is there anything else you can do? No. Should, I mean, he can't say, babe, you know so that I only no, have no, no, 30, I'm saying, but need, I'm no, going to see I what a, I can do about the rest. You just came to me. Let's just say you know what I got in my pocket, and you came to me, and you asked me for something that you know I didn't have. And you didn't say maybe you say, you say hey Mark, I, mean, things I need change, I need a hundred dollars constantly so maybe he has the hundred okay maybe so, at the time he only had thirty so if I if I set the conversation up with certain understandings and so this is what I'm saying this is not okay a maybe. so you're saying it's just thirty right and you know it and she knows that he has thirty right and she but she's not asking for thirty she's asking because, for hundred because she's asking for what she needs okay now, it's not so at that so, point wait a minute, it's not it's not, knows, it's not a it's not a want this problem. is what she needs but here's the problem number one and she feels like if I knows, can't go to if I can't go to my guy for something that I go. need here we go then what am I supposed so now to do we're getting to where I'm talking about so listen to that statement folks if I can't go to my guy Right. If so she now, doesn't, now, if she doesn't now he's have feeling it, less. Now, the moment you go there, that's a less it, than position. But she's not saying that to him. But that's but, but wait a minute. But now that's probably what she's feeling. Wait, whoa, 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 but not, she's not she's saying not, it to she's him. She's not just feeling it. She's emoting it. He can sense it in her. So, so let's get something straight. Don't act like women don't talk. Uh, and there's energy that comes outside of the actual words that they are, that's coming out of their mouth. Okay. So you're right. He's she's not saying that, but he's feeling. Back to this whole issue of being able to provide. Now, provision from the standpoint of uh, we're about to be put in the street provision is one thing. But that's not, that's not just the same. That's not the only thing I that we can do. I don't even think we should get with. to the point where you Wait can minute, exactly. get put in the street. But we're talking about on a continuum of anything that I'm asking of you. You're my man. You should be able to do it because you are my man. And even if it's something that's not very big, becomes, if I ask, it, it just you should become, give it to me. It just becomes more about being able to depend depend on the person that you're in a relationship Again, with. Again, recognizing who you're in a relationship with. Okay, so that means what? She's supposed to recognize that she's in a relationship with someone she can't depend on? No, it's, she's in I a relationship. I don't understand no, what well, you're see, saying. Again, so here's the thing. So he's doing other things that she's depending on, but the things she's asking for, he can't but do she's it because doing, he's not depending on But she's upon. also doing things too. Oh, I'm not having a problem with that. What I am saying to you is that the whole concept that he's not dependable could be an issue of he's not dependable, but it might not be an issue of being not dependable. You know what I'm saying? Because his issue of being dependable may be the, the the issue of more more than anything that the thing she's asking for he can't do for her. You know, and it'll be kind of like if you know that he can't, instead of building up all these feelings based upon what you feel he should, because here's where the problems start. I ask, he doesn't do it. I recognize that he can't do it. I'm pissed because I feel he should be able to do it. So now I know he can't do it. I've asked him. I'm pissed he can't do it. But then I still expect him or want him to. So then I start thinking, what kind of man do I have? If I can't go to him and he can't do this, then what am I supposed to do? 
Well, I think that is probably a buildup. If she goes to him the first time and he can't do it, the first there's a she probably feels a little bit disappointment that there's this something that she's needing and he can't do whatever it is that she's needing him to do, and so she's disappointed. Now, if she goes to him a second time and she, you know, this is a totally different. Um, instance she goes to him a second time and she's asking him for something else and then he still can't do it and then it's the third time if it's a build-up that she's continually asking him for things that he cannot do then maybe it's time to like reevaluate the situation so when we go back to what we initially started talking about and we talk, start talking about the TED talk of shame here's the problem that I'm, I'm bringing up is the way she's pushing this her need it starts impinging on this area of of how now I'm feeling about myself. So let's just make some assumptions. One, I love her. Two, I want to do things for her. Three, I haven't been able to do them for various reasons. Some that we both understand, maybe some that we don't understand. So now she's coming at me with what I'm feeling is a demand. And now I can't do what she's demanding or asking for so now i i i hear this thing that it's an energy that comes out in 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 like in in a uh, form of what you said about if i can't go to my man now that energy's in the room she didn't say that but the energy is in the room about if i can't go to my man so now i can't go to my man my man wants to do he knows he wants to do but i can't go to him so now you okay so so stop so stop right so stop right there if her man wants to do, but he can't do, she knows that he can't do, so she doesn't go to him. Now, then what do you suggest she, what, what is she supposed to do now? Okay, well, she's in a relationship, right? She's in a committed relationship. So what is she supposed to do? Well, so one of the things we dealt with as kids, our parents would tell us, baby, you can't have everything you want. Or you may not be able to have it in the timing that you want it. Delayed gratification is something that we preach to kids. We see kids on a consistent basis not being able to delay those gratifications. And we try to step in and redirect them because we understand that, hey, baby, mama can't always do it or it can't always happen. So now if the back to the relationship, if the relationship is valuable enough, then you have to take in consideration what you're asking for and what impact that's going to have if you choose to go outside? Because see, because what it sounds like is or, whatever. Or what but let me say this or what, it, impact, it sounds like or is, what impact but, is going to have but, but it, if that need doesn't get but, met? But wait a minute, but what, because it could be it could be something it could be something as simple as I don't know. Maybe she needs the other seventy dollars to pay a bill that needs to be okay, paid. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay, again my my thing is this. All I'm saying is so then what she's okay. Okay, well, babe. well, wait, 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 but then we got it. Didn't see now. I don't, I don't want to do that just because the only reason I don't want to do that is because that, that's a whole nother issue. Because then I can say, well, why, well, you in, just, why are you in a situation where you need it? I mean, but that's not what I don't. So that's why I'm saying I'm not trying to go there. What I'm saying is that what when you are in that situation and he's feeling like he wants to do. So if they're in a committed relationship, you want to know why she's in the position where she needs it? No, what I'm saying is that. Really? No, that's not my point. My point is that if you say she's needing something, but she knows he doesn't have it, but she's asking him for it anyway, what should she do? Right. So answer that question. 
that's not the, the that's not a question that needs to be answered. Yeah, yeah, no, it is a question talking, that needs to be answered. The reason I'm saying that's because what I'm talking about. I'm sure the listeners are going to want that question but no, answered. What, but here's what I'm saying. The reason I'm saying the reason I'm saying what I'm saying about that is because that, you don't have an answer. No, definitely got a whole bunch. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying not to go because to me, if I answer that, we're going into a whole another conversation. What I'm talking about is. What he is feeling. No, I'm, I'm talking but, about what he is feeling when she's we bringing it to him. But we don't have to go in a whole nother. I'm just asking you, what should she do if she knows that he doesn't have it? She needs it. He wants to be able to give it. But he can't. But he can't. For whatever reason, he can't. Mm-hmm. And there is value in the relationship. Then you're gonna have but to, then what is she supposed to do? You're going to you're gonna have to fall on the sword. It's just going to be one of them situations. Constantly? Because, well, again. If, if, it's a, if it's over and over again? So, so is that what she's supposed to continually do? Well, unless she doesn't. Okay, here's the thing. So at this point, it's kind of like if a person, and I'm just using this as an example, you would, if you had your kids here, you had uh, your, your, your daughter, your son, who's having a problem meeting certain financial obligations then you rewind it and say okay what are we doing wrong when it comes to the management of money exactly do we bite off more do we have a bill for instance if that's again that's why i said i don't want to go there because that's a whole different conversation but exactly so now now you're so now you're putting it back on her and she shouldn't need him to do no i'm saying that's what you're saying no i'm saying if they're in a relationship because now you're getting ready to figure what is she doing with her money no what i'm saying is that so is that where we're really going what i'm saying is is that if they're in a relationship then the, the money management conversation should have been there in the first place on both ends. I'm not saying on her. So this whole issue of a bill that cannot be paid came out of the, the fact of the, the pool of finances that they had. Now, if they have a pool of finances and they know what the pool of finances and he ain't tricking it off doing something wrong and the bill can't get paid, then that means that they don't have enough finances to meet their needs. That's why I said I wasn't going in that conversation because that's a whole different conversation. I don't think that's so, a different but, conversation. Because the conversation was about, about shame, vulnerability, and how someone is feeling. Okay. So when you say what she's going to do, well- Because at that point, she is feeling vulnerable. Like, okay, so what am I supposed to do how, now? No, but how, what are you supposed to do with your feelings? Or what are you supposed to do with what, what the thing that you didn't get? Because that's two different things. So the thing you, because you, what, what I feel. Right, is, because if, if, you, if you feel, if she feels like there's value in the relationship, then of course she's going to question herself. So where do, I, where do I put this feeling? So what am I supposed to do with this now? Well, again, so I don't even believe that. I don't believe she's asking. I, I, it would be good if she did ask that question. I'm feeling she already knows what she wants to do and what she's going to do. I don't think. I think that because based upon what you just said, it's a build up. So if it's build up, she already had these different convers- internal conversations and maybe even, even conversations with her girlfriend about how she's going to handle it, as opposed to trying to to, to manage the emotional build up. Because this is what happens. She did. It's kind of like a little kid. She, he, the kid, didn't. The, the mama said no. So then he balls his mouth up. He might say, but why, 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 why? But at a certain point, mama said no. He walks away, folds his arm, balled his, t- his, his lip up, and, and, and he's upset somewhere. Right. And then okay. after a while, he's just not even going to ask mama. Well, well, and he, may, he might. Okay, so, so now here's the thing, Wanda. We can sit up and give a course of action. We can come up with several ways of managing it. But the biggest issue is how she's feeling. 
No matter what, because whatever she does. Well, the, the issue, the biggest issue is how they're both feeling. Well, I because said, I'm sure, well, I, I'm well, sure I, he's feeling a I, certain kind of I, way too. I already, I already said that, but I'm going with her because you were asking what she's supposed to do. So now we can sit up here just like a parent does with kids. I keep like the parent thing because that's what we do with our kids all the time. We show them options, and we tell them with each option. So I guess she just needs to consider her options. Well, she's considering her options. That's 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 a foregone conclusion. She's already considering her options. Or maybe she's not. Maybe at that moment she starts to consider her options. When she once got, it becomes a build up, so maybe you said she starts several to consider, times. Right. Once it becomes a build up, then maybe she starts to consider well, her options. My, my back. So 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 one of the things that Brene was talking about um, was the issue of empathy. And my thing on both ends of the spectrum, when you start talking about empathy, that's your ability to identify with someone else's pain. And I believe when it's so much about you, man or woman, there is a lack of empathy towards the other person when you want what you I want. I agree with that. Or, you know, yeah, especially when you're in a position where you feel like there's something that you want or need that you're not getting. Like you ain't never been able to do something someone was asking of you. But when you come into the person, that's the, you ain't thinking about that. And if you start framing it with words like supposed to, my man, and all, and, and all of this stuff, then it's, it's, it's already charged. It's and it really doesn't leave a lot a place for for either one of you all to go because nine times out of ten if you come in like that he's defensive he got both hands up or he may be the puppy dog guy folds his tail tucks and walks but either way it's it's it, it's it's this feeling his his actions are based upon this feeling of inadequacy. And then when you start saying my man, it's almost kind of like you, you almost are implying what kind of man do I have? Okay. So this is a side note. <laughs> I have a question that just came to mind. So from the onset, when you threw out the scenario, you said he doesn't have it. She already knows that he doesn't have it, yep. but she goes to ask him. So are you saying that when she knows that he doesn't have it, then she just shouldn't even go to him and ask? It's well, just something that she should just figure out. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying is because is it, it's not even about that part. I mean, that could be true, too. She needs to figure it out. But that's not what, what I was more or less looking at. Is, I know that's why I said side note. So I was just wondering well, I don't know. how, I mean, you, how I don't you felt know. in that situation. I, mean, I know that's not what we were talking about. Know. And that's why I, I threw it because out. Side a, note. So here's because the thing. it just so popped in my head. And so I was just so wondering. We can get messy. Well, we can keep going with the side notes and get a little messy with it. So here's the issue. I, mean, I need some I don't, money. I, I need don't some money. Get, I don't want to get messy with it. I need some money and I can't get it from my honey. So what do I go? I dig into some I go to mama. I go to girlfriend. Or do I go to my coworker man friend that can help me? I mean, what, we, what do you mean? I mean, you got, okay, you're going somewhere. And sometimes, just like when people cheat or people go astray, they give themselves license to go places that they know, first of all, the 
the the the boyfriend wouldn't be cool with, the husband wouldn't be cool with. But then this is their response: Well, you couldn't give it to me, so you shouldn't be tripping where I got it from. Okay, see now again, it's already gone. It's, we off the, we off the path now. Now we're in a whole nother land because now we're in disrespectful land. But we're in disrespect in the name of a need need needs to get met. So don't think just because you went somewhere and got some got something from somewhere else that because you did it is noble. Well, I had to do it. You being disrespectful, and you know you being disrespectful. That's like if I went and got something from a from a female friend of mine. You know, well, you didn't have it. And so that's my point. That's why I said I don't, that those are whole other issues which can get messy because I can see a woman sitting up there saying, "Well, I went to Joe because you didn't have it, so you shouldn't really be tripping." So I shouldn't trip because I didn't have it. And but you went to another man, but I shouldn't trip because that's reason enough. So just like you saying, I should figure some or, stuff out. Like I said, you didn't figure out how to go ask your mama, your cousin, your some somebody else. Why you had to go to him? Maybe not go to him, not go to anybody. Just let it get turned off. And that can happen. Yes, that can happen too. But but my point is, like I said about the kid, you sit down with your kid and you kind of say, okay, you could do this. You let's say you got A, B, C, and D. Maybe you only have A and B. Maybe you only have A. But you you need to look at what is available to you in that case. But back to what we were talking about, the whole issue of being able to be empathetic, understanding how we as men and women process stuff is really important. So it's kind of like uh, I wrote something. I'm trying to find it right now. I wrote this, wrote, uh, wrote this down because I was thinking about when you're talking to a, <laughs> to a woman and it may almost sound patronizing, you know, you, you it's, it's basically how you, you, you approach some of this stuff. When, when, when a woman has an issue, if you understand how she is, she wants to be reassured. She wants to be comforted. So you could come up with some things that may not answer the question, but recognizes the emotional state and the emotional needs that she has when you when 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 you do that so that's kind of my my thing that i think that we need to start looking at is how we process things in the first place so when you talk to her you say hey baby I, I, it's kind of like I, I i acknowledge and i understand what you're saying so you say hey baby you know i hear what you say I want you to know that I want you to know that I I I understand that it is my desire to do what you're asking me to do, and that if you if I don't have the means, I'm gonna do everything within my power and my abilities to fulfill your dreams, baby. <laughs> now, here's my point: if you if you go about that route, guys, <laughs> you will at least get. You, you'll at least ramp down some of that emotional lion that's coming out. And I'm saying, and I'm not just saying it just to, to use it as a script. And at the beginning, it is a script. So I would suggest you guys. Uh, and that's why I laugh because the way that you were saying it yeah, was but like it a, is. Script. But, a script. But, but it's like when, when I'm, let me say this when again. It's like when I'm in moment, sales training. It's, it's probably it's like, emotion filled. It's like I'm in a sales training. This is training. what I would like to be able to do and trust and believe. I really am trying to do that. But it's I'm like, trying to get to that point. But here's point. my point. You're in sales. It's like you're in sales training and you get a script. And what they always tell us in sales training, okay, read the script but make it your own. In the beginning, so that you really get the process, 
You don't veer from the script. You almost sound like a robot in the beginning, but that's okay because the more you 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 understand what's being said and you make it your own, then it come out differently. So in the beginning, you might want to sound like this. Again, acknowledge that you hear them. Two, let them know that the, that you, their desire is your will, and that if you don't have the means, you will do what your abilities will allow you to do to fulfill their dreams. And that's something I wrote myself because I started thinking about the whole thing. I was like, well, why don't just do that? Just, just the, the whole thing. And then for women, my suggestion would be to women is to say, okay, wait a minute. This man is a provider in his mind. Even the laziest man in his heart of hearts wants to provide. He just does because that's his wiring. He wants to. So, but there's a difference so, between actually wanting to and that's, actually well, doing. Uh, again, that's not because my, because you even well, said even the laziest man. That's not what I'm saying to you. I I understand. But that is what you just said. I'm, no, I said what I'm what I'm saying to you is is even the laziest man wants to do that. I mean, that's in him. That's his wiring. So when when that's right, not but happening, I guess his laziness keeps him when, from doing it. Well, laziness because is, that even though that's his wiring, it doesn't well, mean that he's actually going to do well, it. Well, let's let's which which I don't want to get too psychoanalytical about it. But the reality is, when people are not doing something, there are underlying factors which bring that person to their level of inaction. So we it we, could just we know be that. laziness again, but no laziness happens because of something else. Laziness is a result. That's what I'm saying. So how we get there. But anyway, I don't want to do all that. Cause I'm not trying to do that. So I'm going back to what I was saying. And yeah, every I don't man, want to do that either because that would be man, a totally different conversation. Well, but in every man is a desire to provide. That's all I'm saying. Whether he's providing or not, that's in him. Okay, then do it. Okay. So, well, again, and that's my whole thing. So back to what... An empathetic woman is not going to say just do it. She's that's she's not going to do that. I'm saying if that's his desire, then just do it. Again, an empathetic woman is not going to do that. Well, maybe I'm not empathetic. A lot of women aren't. I get that, but I'm just saying if you want to understand, because first of all, let's get something straight. There's not weakness in empathy. It's kind of like back to what Brene was talking about. There is not weakness in in, in in being vulnerable. The problem is that is how we look at it. So we look at that as being weak. So now I got a weak man because he can't do. Because what kind of man would do that? So if that's where the is that energy, coming from? I didn't say any of that. Well, it is coming. It's coming from if my uh, you. Uh, you said that every man has a desire, and because I said then if his desire is there, then do it. Then I'm not being empathetic. If I'm saying if the desire, you said to me that the desire is there for him to do it. Mm -hmm. So just go off your desire then and okay. then well, just go well, ahead and do well, it. Again, but then you tell me that I'm not empathetic because I'm saying that he should do what his desire again, is telling him to do. They, there are What I'm saying to you is this. There are under lying reasons as to why he is not moving or not accomplishing. If those things don't get addressed, then he will continue to replicate what he is doing. And that side okay, note, so, as you say, side note, that's men and women in general. I mean, okay, can, so so who should address them? No, my point that is that person, when right? Interact, no, what I'm saying is that if you're interacting with another person, being compassionate is something that especially when you believe the person should be doing something or the person is able, then you throw compassion out the window a lot of times. 
You, we just do that. The empathy and compassion go out the window when we don't see you doing something, especially when we think you should or are capable. Right. But if you say the desire's there and she's saying for him, well, go ahead and play out your desire. Go ahead and do it. And now you're saying that and there's something. Look, look, see, that was nice. See, you got I like the initial way. What? Just do it. That's the initial. That was the initial thing. Right. But because, then you kind of, I love how you. See, no, because if that's, you, because, and I'll, and I'll still say, then do it. If that's your desire. Yeah, but I like, look at the route. your desire. Wanda do Jean, it. Look at the route you just went. You said, okay, you were definitely, that was a different woman. Whole different energy. When you said. Because I'm, because I'm trying to understand what you're saying. But if you do, uh, that's exactly what you should be doing when you're so seeing what you're seeing. If if the desire's there, mm-hmm. and she's saying that he should just go out and fulfill his desire, but it's something. But you're saying that him. there's something stopping him. Yes. Then who should address what's stopping him? Him, right? Of course. But you are his helper, partner. But let but let me say this. So remember this. But partner let me say means this. that you have a she part can, in it, right? And she can make suggestions to him because she can see something. How? She makes suggestions. Okay, so see, that, and that's what I mean, and it's not being a victim, and that's what I mean when I say that we can't win. So now we have to... No, it's I'm how showing we, you so how now, to... Whoa, 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 so it's now whoa, whoa, whoa. how you we are, make the suggestions, so now this is what just you're like you said before. So folks, how Wanda, we Jean just said, Wanda Jean just said we can't, we can't win. Actually, to the contrary, I'm giving her a way to win, but she don't want to take that route. That's why she said that. No, but I'm giving, I'm giving you a way to... Um, figure out what the issues are, but you don't want to take that. No, what I'm saying to you is how. Remember this: is you know, it's, people always say it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And you know, you know, they they, they, they talk about uh, 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 what, what, what is it? Well, I can say for me that I am very supportive, and I will take the compassionate route when I'm approaching. Babe, why don't you try this? What do you think mm. about doing this? Maybe mm. we should implement this. Mm. You know, I'll even send little sayings, little quotes, mm. little, all of those things just to be encouraging. Yes. And so if none of that works, then what? Wow. Again, all I'm saying to you is this. When you approach He doesn't something, like answering my question. I am answering your question. I am saying when you approach something, you look at the efficacy in your approach. And if there's a lack of efficacy and results in your approach, keep doing the same thing over and over again. I think that that would be kind of like, why would you do that? Why would you keep approaching it the same way? That's all I'm saying. So why would you just keep... So, Because now you're acting like the person can't hear you. That's not the issue. It's not hearing. Hearing is not the problem in most cases. If you, because if you're saying the same thing and you know the person is not deaf... Then it's that is not an issue of not hearing, and to get results, you okay, have to so do more than not, hear. So now it's something else. So showing compassion is not enough. Well, no, this no, just, no, no, this, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is turning. This is turning into a full time okay, job. Okay, no. So check Watch this out. what so you check say out. to him. How you out. say it. How you approach. Yeah, what yeah. approach you use. Yes. And then when you're approaching him, you can only approach with certain things. Yeah. Y'all yeah. are crazy. Well, that is true. You can say that, but think about this. Anything that you go out here in life to do, there's a methodology uh, and an approach. And you can throw it out because you think it's crazy, And but then it's even crazier if you're not getting the results you want. So if you could do something that you right, knew could if, get you certain results, but why would you do, not do but it? But if you're trying and you're doing different things and you're still not getting results, then at some point you have to say, you know what, then it's just that person. 
Because if you're trying different approaches, different ways of doing things, different methodology, and it's still not getting you anywhere, okay. then you know what? Then at some point you have to let so, that person figure it so out. So check this out. They got these things. Because as guess what? You like to use the parent thing because as parents, we do that. If everything that we've tried with our child isn't working, then we get to a point where we're like, you know what? Then let me stand back and let them figure it out. Okay. So here's the thing. If you go give a, a red rose, you give a pink rose and you give an orange rose and because they're red, pink and orange, you think you get, you did Three different approaches. You gave three different roses. They were just three different colors. What people don't realize is a lot of times they try different approaches, but they 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 label them different approaches. They the same damn approach. And so what you did is you made three attempts doing the same thing, calling it something different, thinking that because you called it something different that you tried three different ways. And I think that's what. But or maybe they did try three different but, ways. But maybe they but, didn't. Uh, maybe the per maybe the receiver is receiving it all the same. Again. Have you ever thought about that? I have. That's what maybe, I was going to say. Maybe the person who's given it has done. Maybe the red rose is a different approach. The pink rose is different. No, it's, and it's the a, orange it's a different one. color rose. No, I'm not. No. And a rose by any all, other name is still a rose. No, it's all different approaches. But maybe the person same who's approach. receiving it is just receiving it all okay, the same way. True, true. And so maybe. then that's when I but say. You stand when back you look at a, like and a, you just let that person figure it out. When you look at a life coach, for instance, a life coach stands back and they analyze how someone is moving, and then they give them suggestions based upon exactly. The and then they're things. gonna and so, then they're gonna step back and see how that person so, implements so, those changes. So here's, so here's the thing: the thing is looking, and, and we used to think about this too. When uh, this goes back to elementary school and boys, for instance, we found out that boys. Because at some point there has to be accountability on by the we other found, person. We, again, but a woman wanting something and then coming in with accountability is disingenuous. Because at the end of the day, it's what not, she wants. No, it's what no, she it's wants for being, her fulfillment. It's not being disingenuous. No, she's coming in for something. No, for I'm her saying that he has to be accountable about what he does too. Well, he. But again, this is what happens when he is not, and it's kind of like the old saying. So that's not being like, disingenuous. It was, it, was a com- it was a commercial. In the 70s, I said, it's not nice to fool Mother Nature and then the earthquakes and so forth and so on. What happens as a result of him not being able to do what she wants? The earthquakes. So he experiences clearly what happens when he cannot come through. And all I'm saying is. But but doesn't he have a feeling for himself when he doesn't come through? Again. So So it's not. I was. And what I'm talking about is. It's not just about her. It's about him, too. So, folks, what what I'm talking about is I'm not talking about some lazy dude that's not moving off the couch. I'm talking about a guy that is doing things. But at the same time, when she asks what she's asking. But if his if his if his end result is the same, if every time she's asking him and he doesn't have it, then he needs to take a look at maybe what and he needs to take a look at what he's doing. To recognize no, maybe that the he guy she's with cannot do certain things. He's not going to be able to do that. You know what? And you're right. Maybe she does need to recognize that. But that's my that. point. My point is that you're not and th- and that's why I said in the beginning, maybe they need to evaluate the situation. But Reevaluate. Well, that's that's what it's always going to be about. That's what I'm saying. When you look at what you're, that's what back to what I was saying about the methodology and what you're doing. When you look at what you're doing, you have to take in consideration. Okay, wait a minute. There's a reason because why if at every time she's needing and asking and he can't, then yes, they need to reevaluate the whole situation. Well, again, but what's happening is they are reevaluating it consistently, and unfortunately, it gets to become very. Like I said, acrimonious. It gets very contentious. It, it gets very adversarial because 
of their inability to recognize what it is that they're dealing with. So on the one hand, they think they're dealing with, for instance, laziness, for instance, but maybe they're not dealing with laziness. Maybe they're dealing with that, that he can't do that thing that she's asking him to do. But she doesn't recognize it as that. So my point is, or he may be looking at her as, and I'll use this as an example, because we know this example, like a woman that's on her period or something, and she's going through some emotional changes. Let's say I didn't know that. And I, why can't I give her a pass that, hey, I've been with her long enough to know that this is a time that she's in, so it's a chance that she may not say the nicest or rightest things. Now, I think she should work on that just because you don't stop being a human being that's, that's required to be compassionate because you're going through some stress or some pain. However, I think there should be a little more of an understanding. Exactly, just like he should work on his inability to do certain things. Right, that's what I'm, exactly, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying, but but the thing is, but baby, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I've been trying. I've been on YouTube. I did this. I don't know how to fix that shit. I don't know how to do it. Well, you a man. You should be able to. I'm just saying. Let's say she says that. I ain't say she say that, but I'm just saying. You know, let's say she say she she says that. Okay. So what what is that then? So or now maybe, you just attack my maybe, manhood. Or maybe she just may say, "Well, this relationship doesn't work for me." Right. Because you can't fix this door. And I need a man that can fix the door. Then I'm out of here. I'm going to close the door. Fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I don't know. if, it, But it could be something wrong for her. And let me tell you why. No, it may not but be it anything could, wrong. But it so why, could. why do you do that? But it, there, could. it may not be anything wrong it, okay, with it for so then, her. Well, just check this out. If you say it may not be anything wrong with it, then that also means, again, again, just critical thinking would suggest that if it may not, then it may. So I'm just looking at both sides. No, you're not. You're looking at one side. No, I'm looking at both sides. It you're may, looking at one okay, side. Okay, so here's the both sides, folks. It may be just fine for her to do that. Because when I said that initially, you said it may so not be So now I'm going to pause. Fine. Wait a minute. You're right. You're right. I, I, I responded too quickly. So pause. Okay. So it may not be. Meaning it may be something that she's going to run to again because it says something about how she's processing. Now, she's got to figure that out. Unfortunately, and this is a whole nother a whole nother show, but we can definitely do that too, is what happens when we depart relationships a lot of times is we don't do a lot of critical analysis about our part in the situation. So we find ourselves out there replicating stuff. So that's why I said it may have something to do, but it may not have something to do. I agree with that. There's no disagreement there. But ultimately... I'm still on this level of look uh, on, okay, on this whole thing so about now, being and so empathetic. Now that, and so now that you did that, do it on the flip side because that may apply to him as well. So, so disclaimer, folks, anything that I say automatically can be applied to the other side. Automatically. But, but you don't apply it to the other side. But I know that my listeners out there and my cohort across the desk, she's going to do it anyway. For me. So that's why I don't really have to because I got her. She's going to throw that in there. Because maybe he should look at the fact that, especially if in this relationship he wasn't able to do, in the last relationship he wasn't able to do, maybe the relationship before that he wasn't able to do. Well, so, so then, like so I said, do, that's so a different need, show. So he, and I so have no problem doing that show. need to um, no do doubt. some reevaluating and looking no, at some things too. No doubt. But I'm saying if this same in the thing meantime, where you are, you should take a look at your ability or inability or willingness or unwillingness to apply compassion by virtue of understanding how your partner, meaning from a generic standpoint, how your partner, a, a woman or a man processes. And then a more specific, how your partner 
processor. So you got you got one of a, a, a more of a global issue. Then you have more of a, 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 a more of a nuclear issue. So the nuclear issue is how you how how that girl you deal with deals with things. The global thing is how women process things, and then you integrate those that information, and then you have somewhat of a a process when confronting the issues that you have in your relationship with your partner. Also, conversely, understanding that just because you're a man and you have some intuitive parts of knowing how men are, there may be some more structured information that you can get to give you an insight on how you as a man may process. Because what happens is sometimes you're so busy being a man that you don't think about how, what it is, you know, how it is being a man. So I, and and that goes for a woman too. So that's kind of what I am saying. I'm, I can, I'm not, I'm not, Taking responsibility away from either side, but a lot of times because I am a man, I am more more likely to giving you some insight on how some of us view women and how they approach us. And I can tell you, for me, I've had I've had numerous women who I'm sure they meant well, but they were just emotionally inept when it came to being able to do it without scorching and burning. So it'd be kind of like killing an ant with a sledgehammer. You know, they they didn't they weren't able to 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 do that. Men do it too. So if the ant is the problem, why do you tear up the whole sidewalk? Because you don't understand or not willing to take the time to figure out how to approach this. All you know is you want the ant gone. And I think that we do a lot of that scorching and burning in our relationships, which we can't you think about how many times you've been in a past. You look at a past relationship and you can go back to some things that happened and you realize you can't go back to that relationship or you can't talk to that person again because you burnt the bridge. You know, you tore up the sidewalk trying to kill the ant. The ant is a real issue that needs to be addressed. But at what cost? And that's kind of all I'm thinking. And and that's kind of what I would want to say to my people out there that's listening. You know, take some time. It's literature, it's information, it's TED talks, it's all kind of stuff out there. But there, but there's stuff out here to really talk about how we can better understand our partners and ourselves. Because and you I always, know what? Maybe that should be our next show: how to better understand our partners. Because I always talk about relationship. My, my saying, my mark said it is a relationship is a ship in which we relate, you know, and the quality of that ship has all to do with how we relate, you know, and if we are on the wrong course on that ship, how we relate is going to write that course. You see what I'm saying? So those are the things that for me, I had a passion. I always have a passion about relationships. I mean, I think that there, that there's no such thing as not a relationship. We're in relationship to the earth. We're in relationship to our to our neighbors. We are always in relationship. And our emotional, personal, intimate relationships tell us a lot about how we process in any of our relationships. You know, so that's kind of my Mark said it for the day because that's, you know, when I'm over there, you know, because I can go on this Yes. One. I can go on this one because I, I do, I am very passionate about this whole thing because I just think that we don't think about how we do things, y'all. How women operate, how women are, men operate. We we got books out here. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. We got all kind of things that people are trying to figure out. Hell, we even got our, 
you know, books like Steve Harvey's book, which I think my opinion was garbage, but that's just my opinion. The book was not garbage to, for, for me again. And I know, and I know Wanda and a, and, a, and a whole bunch of other women thought, but I, I, if you stop, think like a man. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to think like a man. We don't need you to think like a man. We need you to be a compassionate and the, woman. And the way that the way that you use words, that that's what he was doing. He was just using that. He wasn't saying to actually think like a man. He was more or less letting you know how men think. Again, what 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 I am saying to you is that there is a bunch, uh, and I, uh, there are so, a bunch so of the information book, out there. The book was not garbage, garbage to me because I read it. Actually, I, I have the book. I have the I book read, too, and, and I've thought, read it. I thought it was. It it's was, not garbage. I thought it was oversimplistic. Uh, and, and but my anyway, but I'm not even going to get into that. That's not my even my point. My point is that there are even if you chose Steve Harvey's book, you know, or any other TED Talk or any other counselor or or life or any, coach. Or there's a lot of stuff out there. Any relationship, and the reason it's a lot of stuff out there because I think we keenly know that 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 we have trouble. You know, navigating this. Let's be real, and I, and I said this in past shows. If you're over the age of forty, and relationships affect our day to day interaction. If, if you're so, over, it's important to be able to understand if each other in if relationships. If you're over the age of forty, you didn't. I promise you, you have probably at least been into two significant relationships, if not more. And at some point, you don't even have to be over forty. At, well, I'm to just saying, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I agree with that. But I'm just, I, I use that as an example because I, I'm, and I'm dumbing, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm really, uh, uh, you know, making the numbers really low because I know that that they're probably higher. And 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 you know, when people say marriage vows, and I use the phrase "till death do us part," and I always say yes, till death do us part. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the death of the relationship, not the death of one of the partners. And we have had a lot of those in our whole process of trying to come to understand, you know, the happily ever after thing is something that we've been going after for a long time. And, and sometimes and it doesn't it's not there a lot of times because of what we're not understanding. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's what we what we don't understand. And when you don't understand something, you, you, you do the best that you can. Again, I, I'm not giving you a, 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 a way out or giving making an excuse for you. But most of us, if we know better, we do better. So there's 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 when we don't know better, we 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 do we're, we're you know we're doomed to continue a cycle, and most of us don't want to do that. We don't want to be at fifty years old running around trying to date no damn body, you know. We don't we don't want that. And we can't be a we can't be a good beacon. Well, I ain't gonna take that back. We could be a beacon, a, a shining beacon to the community or young people on how to do things. Because you know what, uh, there's no such thing as not learning. So you can still learn from some from some of my foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can learn you how not can. to do that. You can. But, you know, I don't know. That's just, just kind of like my two cents. Man, we, we've had a, a really energetic, very, really good show. I think, you know, I, I enjoy doing it. We had a super I think this bowl was one show. of our, I think to me, this was one of the best. It it's was Super Bowl yeah, show. It was more interactive. I don't know about a Super Bowl show, super but bowl I just show. think it was a really good show. Super. <laughs> He's so annoying sometimes. <laughs> it's a Super Bowl He's show. so annoying. Well, hey, you know. So I think we're gonna wrap it up, and yeah. um, I I think Mark said it the last on the last podcast. You gave the wrong. Yeah. The address. The email, email address, address is he said it, she said it, twenty fourteen at gmail dot com. Yes. And then you know Instagram is. 
Everything is he said it, Mark, she said it, basically. No, it Mark and but Wanda Jay. But if they put in he said it, she said it, it'll come up. Mark and Wanda Jay at Twitter. He and said he it, said she it, said it. She said it on, I, on Instagram. And so, and then you can find us on We're Stitcher, on Stitcher, iTunes, I, iTunes and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And yeah, you put he said it, she said it in there, one word. You and you find will us. find us. And I, I love, you know, I always say, please comment. On, on all of those platforms, you can you can make a comment. It just helps if you got any show suggestions. We'd love to hear those as well. So, um, again, thank you for tuning in. This is Mark Said It. And I am Wanda Jean. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Falcons. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on He Said It, She Said It. If you enjoyed the show and have any comments, questions, or suggestions, send them to he said it, she said it 2014 at gmail.com. You can also find us on iTunes and on SoundCloud by typing in the word he said it, she said it. And follow us on Twitter at Mark and Wanda J and on Instagram at he said it, she said it. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to you tuning in next week.